Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, let's get after it. Hump day. Hump day edition. Rabo and Co. here, ESPN 680, 1057. It always follows dating with Katie, the old hump day. How about that? Love hump day. A little hump a day. How about that? A lot of hump talk on let's a hump go. day. Why not? Let's go. <laughs> Alongside Zach Cantrell. The My name is Louis Rabot. Positive radio is <laughs> talking about humping. A little hump day. How about that? Uh, it, <laughs> we got you for two hours. Bobby V after us. Uh, I, by Bobby V, I mean Zach Cantrell, right? Okay, you're not a good. Okay. And then, of course, our roundtable three to six. We'll go local till six o'clock here on ESPN 680, 1057. Get you through your work week uh, as we do 7 to 6 every day on ESPN Louisville. Uh, <laughs> look, there are lots of reasons that we enjoy sports, Zach. Lots of reasons. And and one of my favorite parts about this job is, is that I know that whenever we talk into these microphones, the people listening represent every single different kind of group that the country would tell you that we have, whether they're their age or their income level, or their relationship status, or their race, or their political affiliation, whatever it might be. And sports is awesome because all of those people get together, and they all debate sports, and they all talk sports, and they do those things. And that's my favorite thing about sports, is that it is it's a community thing. I like that part of it. It is the co in Rabot Co. I'm kind of a, I'm a, I'm a sap for it, I'll put it that way. And it is hump day, and they play at the hump last night. And Reed Shepard does Reed Shepard things. And one of the reasons you watch sports is because of what happened last night with Reed Shepard. It's one of those kinds of performances. And yes, if you want to be cynical and say, hey, man, that's a 19-9 and Mississippi State team. They're 8-7 and in the conference. What are we doing? Fine. Louis, this is Kentucky basketball. They're supposed to be better than playing a two-point game. At the buzzer against Mississippi State. Fine. Fine. You want to do all that stuff? Fine. BYU punked Kansas at Fog Allen last night. It's a weird season, people. These kinds of wins should not be taken lightly, and they should not be passed over. This is a good win, man. And then this is this is one of those reasons we watch sports. And I don't want to be too Pollyanna about it, but what Reed Shepard did last night, Zach and I were just talking before the show. It's one of those performances you talk about, especially if this team goes on a run. If they go on the run now, if they get up, let's say, because Lenardi last night and, you know, bracketology, whatever you want to say about it. That Kentucky moves from a five to a four seed with the win last night. Which means, Zach, that they're only a couple of wins away from a three seed. 
in a weird year where lots of teams are losing weird games. This is a good win. Now, did they try to piss it away in the last minute of the game? They did. They did. The Adienzo fouls is as bad as I can remember, man. That's a bad foul. I will say this. I'm not mad about the tying three-pointer. I'm sure someone out there is mad about it. Dude, that that kid jumped sideways toward his bench on the side logo and drained that shot. And I get it. It's 2024. Guys, make those shots. That's uh, fine. But good God, that's an unbelievable shot with, what was it, nine seconds left? Something like that? You're not fouling with ten seconds left. You're just not doing it. And so I'm not even mad about that. But I think you and I had the same response, Zach, which was the second Reed Shepard got the ball. There it is. There's your winner. There's your game winner. And there are very few things in sports cooler than the feeling of watching a player get the ball, get the puck, get whatever, and knowing that they're going to go win the damn game. Patrick Mahomes, overtime Super Bowl. I get it. Not even similar stages at all. But he gets the ball. What was your thought? He's going to win the game. It's over. Reed Shepard got the ball last night. It was a Patrick Mahomes level moment. You knew it was over. He was going to score. They were going to win the game. That's cool, man. That's that's the good stuff in the very best way. Not to mention what it does for the resume of UK going forward. And it is, it is fascinating now because it's Arkansas and Vandy at home. Those are games that, that huh, this team, who knows, but on paper definitely should win. They had a chance last night to go to 5-6 and six in their last 11. That would not have been a good trend. Just not a good trend in general. You don't want to go on a selection Sunday and they see last 10. And it's 4-6. Four and four and six? You don't want those kinds of things on your resume when you get there. Now they have an opportunity to have a significantly better record when they get to selection Sunday than they did before. Because at worst, it looks like they're going to be 12-6 and six in the SEC. Now, I think when the SEC play started, Zach, you and I were just getting going on this show. And we did the Bologna or Salami was what? Four wi- four losses? Three? We had 15 and three. 15 and three is which the question. Could have, was, which was doable if they didn't oh, just give away a couple yes. of games. Correct. Oh, my goodness. Yes, is right. They beat Florida. They beat South Carolina. They just win one of those games at home in conference. And they're good to go in that way. You're totally right. Win at LSU the other day. Whatever it is. You're totally right. But they didn't. They didn't. The resume is what it is. But I have to say, the, the would it have been more interesting radio if they blow that lead last night? I don't know. But I don't think it would be. I think Shepard hitting the shot in that moment is better than if they lose the game, even for this. And not just for positive radio, Zach, but for radio in general. No, I think we got the perfect ending. Oh, we got the perfect ending is right. I agree with you. It, would have, it wouldn't have been nearly as interesting if they had led by eight and just finished out the game. It would have been like, okay, they came back from down 14 and they won the game. Great. And that would have been a big story in, a, in and of itself. But the fact that they almost blew it and then they still won it, that makes more interesting. Radio. Tons of text coming in, 437-9680. Get those reaction texts in here, UPS Jobs text line here, Rabo and Co., 680-1057. Uh, Dad Gum, if you're against hump day, then you're against having fun. Darn right, texter. Uh, texter, odds Mike says at some point Mark Stoops would have fouled up three. <laughs> texter, could you ask Mike why he never seems happy on the postgame show? <laughs> texter, uh, Ugo had a terrible foul, but Hubbard was nutty hitting threes last night uh, with a hand in his face. Uh, but they had, uh, they did hit their free throws, got to do that to win. That was 
one of the parts last night of of the performance that I think you know Mike's talked about, it, and I think it's a legitimate concern because we saw it last night. It happened. Closing games. This team closing games. What does that look like? Who's the guy, etc.? And you have two. The good news for them is you have two. If they are not in foul trouble or fouled out, in this case, at the end of games, you have Reed Shepard and you have Antonio Reeves. I mean, I, I don't think it should be lost, Zach, that, that Reed Shepard has the night he has, and he's still inbounding the ball at the end of the game. They trust him to inbound the ball. And he has the one bad pass, for sure. But to get the win last night, man... It is what it is. Uh, Texter, Roller Coaster Cat's also a good name for this team. Texter, Mark Pope making a strong case to be the next UK coach, whatever that is. I, we'll see. But BYU's pretty good, man. BYU's pretty good. Uh, Texter, he jumped sideways toward his bench doing midair splits, plus Reed wanted the ball four dribbles earlier. He wanted the ball. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's that, that shot is individual one-shot performance. That three was awesome. But as far as the total game, obviously, it goes uh, to Reed Shepard. A reminder, too, as we look at these games going down the stretch, especially, Zach, is that it is very easy to see name on jersey and make assumptions about said name on jersey. But Mississippi State is still a top 30 team in the net. So this isn't just quad one road win where you just have to beat a top 75 team on the road. This is beating a top 30 team on the road. And I think that matters for sure. Going into the game, they were 11-2 and at home. Obviously falling to 11-3. and We went over their losses yesterday on the show. There's still a 19-9 and Mississippi State team that, like I said, is number 30 in the net. Kentucky does not move at all in their spot in the net. They are now 6-6 six and six in quad one wins, 2-1 and one in quad two. They do have a quad three loss with that loss to Wilmington. But the resume is starting to come together. Six and six in quad one is a very, very good mark. Only a couple of teams have more quad one wins than Kentucky. Houston's one of those at seven and three. Purdue at nine and three. UConn also has nine. Arizona has seven. And North Carolina has seven. Every other team in the country has six or less. So Kentucky's in very good company that way. Now, Dan's not here to tell me that the net's stupid. <laughs> He's also not here to tell me, I told you so about the bet, because uh, he told us on Monday. Bet the house on Kentucky winning at Mississippi State. And so did Zach yesterday. I gave you the over. You gave us Kentucky straight up. I gave us the over. We're it's all a good, winners. It's We're a, all winners here. I wouldn't have bet the under. Some people bet, bet the, the under. under. Not these guys. <laughs> Not these guys. They bet the over. Some people bet Beautiful under. overs. Beautiful overs. <laughs> I, um, but it's still a very good win. And it's something that with modern college basketball, we're just going to have to do year to year is, hey, is Mississippi State a good win this year? Is it a good win or not? We're going to have to do that every year, people. It's just part of the equation now. I mean, Boise freaking State right now is 26th in the net. You just have to say these things out loud once in a while. New Mexico, 25th in the net. A little school named St. Mary's of California is 15th in the net. Iowa State is 8th in the net. We just have to get used to new names being on these lists. It's okay. It's not college football. We're not used to the same four or five teams all the time. It's going to be a little up and down uh, as these things move around. But it's a good win. And there's is really it, – it, <laughs> what I don't want to do, Zach, because it would be very easy to do is, is to sit in the what if of if they blew that game. Because they didn't. And at some point, just winning these games does matter. Uh, Texter, I guess Mike gets to complain about Shepard's help side defense today instead of Edwards. <laughs> 
I do love, by the way, after these games, I try to stay out of the way, Twitter, whatever, and I just go and I just look at the comments. And Gandolfo's reputation is so awesome now as being the negative guy that he just gets crushed everywhere. Is Avery Dill wearing a Chief shirt because she's a Swifty now? Is that happening at this office? Is that happening? Where have you been? At the offices of ESPN 680, yeah. not looking at Avery's shirts. Yeah, That's where I've been. <laughs> Uh, Texter, what do uh, none of the players have? <laughs> Why do none of the players have hot moms? Important question on hump day. Um, you know what? That's a good question. It's a very important Once question. in a while, we get lucky, right? Yes. And you got a Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Who was the guy we teased Dan about got drafted by the Nuggets? Oh, man. Oh, man. That was a mom. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Texter, thanks, Reed. I had 50 bucks on the Cats' money line. It's a good bet last night. That was a good bet. The the cover number bet was minus 110 at, what, two and a half, three? Three and a half even? Three and a half. Three and a half. Cripes almighty. So if you take it to money line, almost certainly you got you know somewhere in the neighborhood of plus 140. Let me know, Texter. Um, uh, five, seven, one. Let me know. What was your what was your final odds on that one? I'm going to guess plus 140 probably that money That sounds line? about right. Yeah. You know what the three best part about this is? That Strebel crushed Reed Shepard, and he named his kid Reed. And he's never going to be able to convince anybody that he didn't name his kid after Reed Shepard. Like a lot of other babies born in this state about the next nine months. Well, that was the joke on the podcast last night, right? And he's right, by the way. I mean, I have a friend with a kid named Anthony who's now 12 years old. Okay. He named him after Anthony Davis. Of course. Yes. I would have named him Carl Anthony. That would have been way cooler. <laughs> well, he came years later. It's, it's different. Uh, Texter, uh, yes, Reeves and Shepard are closers, but you saying, uh, are you saying Dillingham isn't correction? We have three guys that could take over a game now, too. Agree with the Texter. So if, if I came across, what I meant was more free throws, not necessarily just that shot. Rob's obviously that guy for the shot. I, I, you're totally right, Texter. But I would, I just free throws, you have those two guys that are absolute Ice in the veins, ready to go at the ends of games, which is very good. Uh, Texter, I parlayed UK money line and the over. Uh, Reed won me thirty bucks. There you go. That's awesome. Um, Texter, Woody is the, the Hoosiers rolling again. Yeah, they're rolling down the hill. Oof. I've had a string of buzzer beaters the last three days. Ohio State, yep. the Cavs last night, Max yeah. Truce, the fifty-nine yeah. footer, and then the Kentucky shot. Let's trust. Let's go. Have you heard the call from the losing side of that? It was on awful announcing. Oh yeah. Really I good. love game losing calls it's, by but the But that announcers. one's really good. He does a he does a really good job of of the passion of you can't you can't diminish how good that shot is and how unlikely it is. No, it's a fifty nine footer. What are you, you gonna you're do? not supposed to make those shots. And he talks through it and his and his co host, all you can hear him is in total disbelief, goes, Well they gotta review that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope, no, nope, they ain't reviewing that, man. I love losing <sighs> calls of game winning shots or touchdown passes. To hear them in despair is just great. There you go. Uh Texter, I got plus five right before game time. Jeez. Texter, I had four and a half points and plus one sixty three at Derby City yesterday. Sixty bucks won me one fifty six. Same texture, plus one forty six. There it is. Yeah. Gosh, that's good money. That's good money, man. Yeah, especially that's a night. Last night's a nice reminder. Yes, covering the numbers nice, but man, if you have a, a strong opinion about a game, just go for that money line bet with a, with a you know with a dog. So no, good for people. That's great. Uh, texture Kentucky money line bet made live when they were down double digits. So this texture got them at plus two sixty. Woo! Yeah, I think those are my favorite bets. Zach is when you have a sense of a team's ability to come back, and they're in. Frankly, if it's like U of L's up like eight and a half, you just bet the other team. <laughs> I wonder what odds you would have got God. early in the second <sighs> half when Mississippi State was up fourteen. That, that's what he's showing me. So this what is odds um, they were up uh, plus two sixty. Ooh. So bet fifteen got fifty four back. That's excellent. 
I would not have had the guts to do that because they were not playing. They were not playing well. No. Reed Shepard wasn't doing Reed Shepard things yet. (laughs) Yeah, he was the reason they stayed afloat in the first half, actually. That's true. That's true. Man, oh, man. But no, just uh, look, once in a while, sports are just fun. Last night was fun. I I wish I had something hot takey or whatever else. I, I just don't. But you are learning that they've got guys for ends of games, which is good. This is a team that could have just laid down second half for sure. After being down at halftime, you're on the road, whatever. You got your win against Alabama and Auburn. And at least they played with a lot of urgency. One of the things that did stand out is, and I didn't I didn't love how one of the guys played, and I thought the effort from the other was very good. But when, when uh, Wagner and... Help me out. I am... Wow, my just had a massive brain fart. You watched it happen in person there. Um, let me get this box score up. Edwards? Yes, thank you. Um, so, he, not Edwards, excuse me. Bradshaw gets in the game, and Shep, and uh, and uh, Wagner get in the game. Bradshaw only plays seven minutes, and he is a he is a non-factor essentially. Shocker! But he gets in the second half, and he scores immediately, right? And he's on the bench, and he's he's excited. He's doing these things. It is just one of those watching him. The narrative on Aaron Bradshaw for me is completely flipped because over the summer I was convinced he was a. He was one of these clutch guys, his foot hurt, he wasn't going to play this year. And now he's down to seven minutes a game and he's still way into it. And when he gets called on in the second half, he shows up. Because you can say whatever you want about Zavon Miravisi. He spent as much money on his butt last night, as much time on his butt last night as he did playing. Yeah, he didn't do I mean, if someone bumped points. into him, he flew into a bench. That's right. I mean, it's one way to play. <laughs> Dillingham playing 16 minutes is shocking, but only because he got into foul trouble. That's right. It was... Much more about that than anything else. That's right. Yeah. But you get 37 minutes out of Antonio Reeves. And what's incredible is when you go for 21, you go 8 of 15 from the field. Off day. And nobody's talking about it. Nope. <laughs> it was a regular day at the office. Off day, actually. All right. Well, um, we will have uh, our guy, Gandolfo, via gaggle, by the way, just an FYI. And so he'll be on the show uh, here in about five minutes. Uh, get those text messages in, uh, 437 Let's crush uh, Gandolfo together on what is a, a delightful hump day around these uh, these parts. Uh, text her, I smashed Miami money line when they were down to Louisville. Bleep me. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> it's called gambling for a reason, man. Uh, man, oh, man. Do you see the spread tonight? Is it 20 now? 20 and a half. <laughs> I'm staying away. I don't know that. I, yeah, I was going to say. Louisville could backdoor cover that easily. It's a funny text on the text line, but I'm not going to read it. It's not about this show. Well, I will. Yeah, go ahead and read it. It's not about this show, though. I'm going to leave it alone. But no, fun game last night. And like I said, once in a while, sports sports are a lot about, they're about a lot of different things. Just having just, just getting to watch someone take over a game like Reed Shepard did last night is just it's one of the reasons we love it. So there you go. Let's take a break here. We'll come back with Mike Gandolfo. He is from our Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post-game shows, and they were uh, on last night and had a, <laughs> had a lot of fun that way. I love the Zach laugh through the uh, through the window for sure. Louisville basketball, like you mentioned, is at Duke tonight. 5.30 pregame. It's the Alex White Network coverage. Uh, we'll have Taylor Lynch after the game. All of it over on 93.9. Bellarmine basketball. Oh, it's Ethan tonight? Cool. Okay, Ethan Moore tonight. Uh, so he'll be shirtless and singing. Uh, not singing. Excuse me. Shirtless. And what does it say there? Shirtless. And in a bathroom somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Bellarmine Basketball. They're playing Lipscomb tonight, 745 pregame, 8 o'clock tip here. On your home for Bellarmine Basketball, 681-057. Mike Gandalf, we talk to him next here on Rabone Co. ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. We're in this together. 
with Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. It's time to replace your heating and air system. We know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Listening to Rebeau and Co. here on ESPN 680 1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. All right, welcome back in. Thanks to Matzo Pie. They're going to bring some lunch by the ESPN Louisville studios today. Some pizza, focaccia bread, some salads, those delicious cookies. Check them out. Acreage location for that unique dining experience. You can also check them out at Douglas Loop and the Butchertown locations as well. They got those 1020 craft brews at all the locations of that delicious brick oven style pizza. We bring in Mike Gandolfo from the UK Fish and Wildlife post-game show. Uh, Mike, how was the show last night? I have started to really enjoy the the social media comments about your negativity. Oh, I love it. No, I mean, I'm all about it. Look, but let, let's be real about it. Like, Reed Shepard misses that shot, then we're talking about all the things that I brought up. You know, sure. so sure, sure. Uh, it, it's kind of funny how whether or not a shot goes in or doesn't go in, it changes the complete and total complexion of this team can go to the final four versus another road loss against a subpar team. And uh, which because that's not me calling Mississippi State a subpar team. That was someone else on the on the postgame show doing that. Uh, and in and we're having a completely different conversation. And so to to sit there and act like there were some things defensively that are still not alarming as yeah. you know mentioned in the the way that Antonio Reeves was trying to uh, shadow guard Hubbard in that last play and he's playing behind the guy did nothing to prevent him from catching the basketball chasing him around the whole way through um, to having a Mississippi State player drive right down the lane and he he blows right past another Kentucky player who's in the lane but you see the back of the Kentucky player's jersey I never and how just how many times Kentucky's got to make a more than 180 uh, turn to find the basketball they're they're constantly basically watching the ball and having to turn their body versus jumping to the basketball and staying open to the as the play unfolds and there's just some there's some still some glaring defensive things that are a major problem here if they're going to have the run that they want to have now that being said mm. man that is a quality quad one win last night in yes, a tough is. place to play against an opponent that they on paper would not match up well because Hubbard is a dynamic guard Tulu might be the best big man in the SEC he is uh, and he's an experienced guy they've, so they've got they've got some some experience with them I do think that Mississippi State is a tournament team and really for Kentucky fans that is the type of team that you're probably going to see in the first round that's right and if you can get that win on the road, it gives you some confidence that maybe they're not going to get upset in the first round. And uh, we've kind of been joking about it. It's like Kentucky's the one team that doesn't want upsets in their bracket because they tend to play better against better opponents. It's the 
that that it's those people those teams that are probably from that seven seed through the 12 seed that you're really worried about whether or not they're just going to take it off or not so i'll take the negativity comments because i'm keeping real because this, i just i'm <laughs> wanting to see this team take things going forward i keeping just want them real. to show improvement you know that's what it is Thanks. when keeping it real goes wrong by Keep dave real, chappelle right. all right bleep that uh, i don't like people playing on my phone <laughs> that's a good reference What's the other one? Oh, uh, uh, he's working. He's working in the boardroom, right? Is the other one, yeah, yeah. and then the one with the. They're all great. The They're FBI. all also probably things that we shouldn't be talking about in the yeah, air yeah, as white no, people, no, but right. you know. <laughs> it's why Chappelle moved to Africa. Guys like us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike Gandolfo with us at Big Mike Gandolfo on Twitter. If you don't follow him there, uh, he's part of the Horse Racing Happy Hour podcast, and uh, of course the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game shows. But you, uh, your original question was how. Your original question was, how did the post game go? Yeah. And for a win, we typically don't see as much fan engagement on a win. Correct, right. Okay. Uh, and last night was awesome. Yes. We had a great mix yep. of callers. We had a great mix of people using the UPS Jobs text line. And then we had a great mix of social media uh, interaction at, with the stream on ESPN Louisville Plus. Justin Sephora, I'm not going to say a lot of good things about him. Uh, you know, the fake Italian that he is. Justin Sephora just has uh, been killing it with that platform. And for us to be able to offer the post game show on Facebook, YouTube, uh, the the stream or the radio, and for us to have that much fan engagement uh, was fantastic. I mean, we had it over. We had an hour worth of fan engagement yesterday, which was fantastic. Uh, texter, hey Louie, when I used to run Equus for uh, Dean Corbett, we had a guy named Mike Gandelfo who came in regularly. Dean would see yes. him and say, man, here comes that big mouth jerk again. Is this the same guy? Yeah, that's the same guy. How about that? <laughs> I don't think Dean would ever call me a big mouth jerk. <laughs> but, you know, I would I would go to Equus quite a bit, yeah. was, especially when my was grandmother was alive. Yeah, yeah. It, was one of those, it was good, yeah. Go, uh, texter, U of L fan here, but I've turned into every uh, UK postgame show on YouTube. You guys do a good job. It's fun stuff. There you go. No, I, I think, I I think that's, that. it's a... It's a unique market that way for sure, Mike, where everybody knows every the other team's business essentially up and down, right? It's it is a more informed rivalry, I imagine, than other rivalries around the country because if you live in Jefferson County, you're just surrounded by both teams all the time. Yeah, and and we live eat and drink basketball, basketball and honestly right. like right yeah. now like I'm I'm the dude, I'm the one UK fan maybe out there. I know that really wants U of L to turn it around because it's so much more fun when they're good. It's so much more fun, at least when their fans are interested. Yeah, you know. Right. Oh. And um, at the end of the day, like um, that that makes this area extremely special. When we've got uh, Kentucky and Louisville and maybe even Indiana, and uh, you know, and then some of our smaller programs like Bellman and Moorhead State and Western and Eastern, when they're all and Eastern's having a great year by the they're way this year, good. when they're all looking like they're going to be insulated tournament teams, and this, it, March gets a whole lot of it gets, it gets really really fun. I mean, you've been to my office. What do we yep. that first day of the tournament? We always yep. have a business mixer at our office at lunchtime and we bring in some barbecue or something else like that and we've got the That's games right. on and some networking opportunities because no one's going to be working that what time any way so like, <laughs> like at least make it look like you're working um and it's it's just it, it's great you know you can't beat it do you want to advertise on local sports talk radio i'm louis rabau I, I just i i'm not it's just not yeah that's gonna be me it's okay uh gandalf <laughs> i will say that i have to listen to your gas bag your you know stuff all through the the segments they have to listen to you during the breaks is a little much too I you know with don't, every ad i don't disagree with you zach actually picked me in the ear and he goes who let this guy cut a promo <laughs> I mean, Jesus. <laughs> we get it all. Oh, oh man. Gandalf <laughs> with us here uh, on ESPN 680-1057. I said to open the show, Mike, that once in a while we just get 
You know, there's lots of different reasons to like sports. One of the reasons I like doing this show, I said in the open, is that I know that everybody from every different kind of background is hanging out, and I love that about sports. Uh, it's one of my very, very favorite things about about horse racing. You never know who's going to be standing next to you at the paddock at Churchill Downs, for example. Um, but last night was a different reason that we love sports, and that's just a performance like we got from Reed Shepard. And, oh, and I don't know if you the have story. the moment at the end where he gets the ball – and in my head, I'm like, okay, they're winning the game. Like, I just, it was one of those. I, I compared it to, and I know it's not the same stage or same guys or whatever. But when Mahomes got the ball in OT in in the Super Bowl, no offense to your 49ers, like you just had a feeling Patrick Mahomes was going to do Patrick Mahomes things, right? It felt a little bit like that with Reed Shepard. How much fun was that, at least? I mean, especially just because of who Reed Shepard is, right? And so. Um, it was incredible to watch his performance last night. And I will actually, and we talked about this on the post game show too. You know, everyone's talking about him scoring the 23 points he had in the, in the second half. If you go back and watch his first half, he's carrying the team in the first half as well. And he is doing everything he can do to get everyone else involved and to wake up. And the guy just, he is such a joy to watch for the people that understand that basketball is more than just scoring. And that uh, you know, retook overall last night in the in the game. He took 14 shots, right? So, uh, as the Billy Donovan uh, interview goes, you're not going to let 14 seconds uh, determine whether or not you played good or bad. And Reed embodies that. Like he plays basketball the entire game. He's playing basketball, and I think that's what's one of those things when he makes that turnover late in the game. It makes it maybe even a little bit more glaring because it seems like he always makes the right play the the few times when he doesn't it's just it's even more obvious and of course the moment of of when he did it um you know i think he had a little realization like hey you know what they probably want me to go the free throw line versus trying to pass the ball uh, in general so uh and he he set the tone for the team to hang in there and then ultimately set the tone for them to uh, take it to the next level and uh, and really finish in that last 12 minutes of the second half. What, uh, I can't remember what the texture said. I think they scored like 46 points in that last 12 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, it was it was pretty remarkable to just see them uh, get get regain control of the pace and the tempo and uh, be able to uh, uh, and just use their will to to overcome the deficit that they had, the 14 points or 15 points or whatever it was that they were down. I, I thought an underrated part of last night, and Mike Gandolfo with us, obviously Reed Shepard's going to get the headlines, and he deserves every single one of them. Uh, Antonio Reeves had an Antonio Reeves night, 21 points, and we're not even talking about it. He does what he does. Yep. Was DJ Wagner as good last night as I think he was? It, you know, only yeah. takes five shots. He hits two, half his threes. He makes both of his free throws. Comes up with four assists. Um, you know, four assists, two turnovers. Just the kind of night I think I, – I was falsely – convinced that he had to be the case of Wallace of this year's team but I still think so last night 28 minutes 10 points those forces I think they need that kind of performance from him and you know I, I I think the effort on defense for him is picking up a little bit I think those are the kinds of efforts they need from him going forward what did you take from DJ Wagner's performance last night I thought his first half was better than his second half I mean I think that uh, and that was he played he played more in the first half than he did in the second half. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, I think that's the kind of DJ Wagner that this team needs to have to be successful. They don't need him to be a guy who puts up twenty 
can he put up 20? Absolutely he can. But right, right now we know that if uh, the bucket getters on this team are going to start with Reason Dillingham and then Reed Shepard's going to do it if he's called to do it. And if he's not called to do it and needs to do more point guard type stuff, he's going to do that. And uh, so what you need out of DJ is him to be calm, steady, um, be able to score it when called upon. Uh, be able to exploit the left side of the defense the way that he can, uh, and so I thought to, last night was uh, was good just to see. You know, Cal's been talking a lot about since his injury about just getting his timing back and whatever else, and we saw that. So we we got a DJ Wagner that you know now we're starting to see all these pieces. Like we got the Justin Edwards performance a couple of nights ago. And DJ starting to come back, and if they if this team actually ever, we still have not really seen this team put it all together. Mm. Isn't that kind of crazy to even think about? Like we were pretty close against Alabama, but they still like there's there's aspects. This team still has not put everything together, mm. and when that happens, I mean, if it happens, and if we get if to it see happens, it, it's gonna right. it's awesome. gonna be it's gonna be unbelievable. What do you think is their most complete game to this point this season? Was it UNC? Uh, I would probably. I'm thinking maybe Auburn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, I, I, that's where I lean towards because I've been going back and forth in my head between Auburn and Alabama. Okay. Um, and UNC definitely is right there as well. Uh, that was a great performance against a quality opponent. Um, you know, again, boy, they're, looking they're back, it calls. is really good for the Cats that they did lose that game. Man, oh man. Yes. I mean, that is yeah. such a good win on their resume. I mean, if they end up being that three seed, it's going to be because of that, right? I, I mean, that's. I agree. Yeah. Do you agree with Zach? Uh, Zach's take is if, no. you know, like. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> if they get a three seed, worry about the 14 matchup more than the second round matchup? Oh, Zach knows I feel that way. So, I mean, I, I mean, well, that's what we were talking about. I mean, he even mentioned it on last right. week's show when he was filling in for you as you were trying to become less white than you are. Um, <laughs> the good luck with that. Yeah, right. I mean, were you reflecting? Were people like walking away from you on the beach because of the the just the reflection coming off of you? I they mean, wouldn't just, sell me pesos because they were trying to get me to leave. <laughs> so the. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I, I I said the whole time I was like, I'm worried about this LSU game. I'm worried about this LSU game. I'm, and in no way, shape, or form should they have been worried about the LSU game. And uh, the reality of it is that this is how this team, uh, especially at that 14 seed, and usually it's you're going to be playing a mid-major or small conference conference champion that's going to have a whole lot of seniors that might be playing for their last time ever. You know, they're not going to the league, and they just you in the NCAA tournament that team plays with a little bit something extra. You know, when you know you got a chance to do an up, to have an upset, that this is the way you get to go out, upsetting Kentucky um, or upsetting whoever, uh, and you and this might be the last time where you play basketball where it means something, where the lights are on, there's referees, people are paying attendance to come see, watch you play. You know, you go play a little bit differently. Uh, Texture saying this was UK's most complete performance. It's the end of February. If they haven't put it all together by now, uh, it's not happening. Texture, my dad texted me and said, "Hey, this little white guy's good." <laughs> Texture, um, uh, nice little bum bump win over another mid Mississippi State squad. The Cats are going to get cooked uh, the first weekend. What's interesting is I'm getting half. Hey, they look good and they're for- coming into form. Um, let me see if I could find it. Actually, um, there it is. Texter, I'm not ready to say I told you so yet, but the Cats are starting to build my case to hush all criticism about Cal and the underperforming Cats. Last night was a rock fight, and Cal found a combination to get the W. Shepard had a great record performance, but most everyone on the team contributed key plays. What does Mike Gandolfo need to see to, to 
ever think something like that text? Do they just have to make a Final Four at this point for you, that kind of thing? Well, do they have the most talent? Than, do they have more talent than anyone else in college basketball? Well, someone's asking the question, are Dillingham and Shepard the best two guard, the, the best combination of guards in the country? Well, and then if you throw reason that. They're, it's at least, they're at least in the conversation, right? Absolutely. They and have what wins in March is, is guards. So, no, I mean, like, no, I think, I think you should have expectations of this team, no? I mean, I, I look at this. If you go to the, I don't see anyone else with five plus guys on mock drafts, you know. So, and and lots of times those mock drafts will have five plus guys, and not one of them is named Antonio Reeves, who could be a, who should be an All American this year. Uh, so, when you think about just the amount of talent that Kentucky has compared to everyone else, um, the Final Four, this is a Final Four quality roster. Um, they still got to defend that way. I mean, you I, you say guards win, and, and I think guards do win, but I also think that defense wins because I think you're going to have that. You will have out of the six games that it takes to win a national title or the, even the four games it takes to get to a Final Four, you're going to have a game where, where you're not firing offensively. And is your defense going to be good enough to carry you through to get that W uh, in that game instead of getting upset and going home? North Carolina at Kentucky – there was a special game in 2001 by a man named Tayshawn Prince. It is his birthday. Oh, I know exactly where I was when that happened. Better performance, Tayshawn in that game or Reed last night? I'm only doing that because it's Tayshawn's birthday today. Yeah, Tayshawn was was special that night for sure, and and he was it was really just more about all the threes he was hitting. Reed's performance last night was more complete. Um, it was a complete. I mean, you're talking about not he didn't just have 32 points; he had seven assists. Yep, and he had. Um, he had a, a block, two steals, and five rebounds. He led the team in rebounds, assists, and points. And I, you know, to me, it was uh, it was an incredible performance of how he just, man, that dude just knows how to play basketball. I mean, it's incredible. Tayshawn Prince uh, in a seventy nine. 59 victory over North Carolina. He's pulling up from half court, man. 31, 11, 4, and 4. <laughs> I, was in, I was in Robertson County when that was going on. Was How about that? I've never – okay, boy, that's – The smallest county in Kentucky. Is that right? Where yep, is Robertson, was, Kentucky? Help me out. It's, uh, it's kind of like where the Lexington region and the northern Kentucky region start to meet. So it's, Got it's, it. Okay. It's a uh, it's a real small. There's a high, there's a high school. I don't even know if it's around anymore called Deming, and we were getting ready to play Deming uh, at Deming. So, um, little Deming I'm, talk How about that. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was at the I let my kids you know get ready for the game, and I was at the top of the gym, and I was like, I think I was listening to it on the radio or something like that, and then just you just heard oh I know where this is. It's between Cynthia yeah. and Maysville. I know exactly where that is actually. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. How about that? Yeah. All right. Uh, Texter, the biggest part of coach of college coaching is getting talent. Why doesn't Cal ever get credit for that? Instead, he gets scolded for it uh, if they don't win at all. I I feel like I am more in that camp than other people who sit in this kind of chair. I think Cal you gets get credit talent, for, but then you got to do something with I, it, though, I, right? Yes, I, mean, I, I do not disagree with the second part either. Okay. Yep. I mean, and actually, from that argument, if you're getting talent and Kentucky historically wins like i can't remember what the number was uh but let's just it, it's something like 75 percent of the sec championships and cows only won 40 percent or something like that yeah, like yeah, there, sure. right. there's metrics where yep. you're no, if you've got the talent you're underperforming yeah and and yeah. It, and it, frankly even with an improved sec if you still have the best team then you should win the league is 
is very reasonable thinking. So, um, all right. Well, uh, long term. Did you miss me, by the way? What's that? Did you miss me? Did you miss me? Did you think about me a lot while you're on vacation? We did a show on Thursday. I mean, but that was just that was just one hour. You know, was that enough of me? You know, are you, are you asking if I if I thought of you other times during my vacation? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I, I did not. I did, I did not. I did not. <sighs> All right. Yeah. I was busy like you, swimming me. with turtles, Mike. Come on. Oh, there you go. Well, I was going to say, you <laughs> know, you had your swim. beautiful wife and, also and 15 yeah, right. kids. Yeah, I you do know? have 15 so. kids. That is real. Yeah. Um, rest of the season, a couple of winnable games at home against Vandy and Arkansas, a trip to Tennessee. Um, are you riding in 2-1 and one in that, or are there more expectations now to maybe go to Knoxville and get a win? Um, how about if I say 2-1 and one's the most likely, but 3-0 and is more likely than 1-2? and two. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's totally reasonable. Okay, uh, texted okay. they were comparing Reed Shepard to Steve Nash on the broadcast. Oh, the the comparisons last night got out of they got out of hand. It's okay. Uh, Dan Issel calls them freaking frack for a reason. It was it was <laughs> it was very frackish last night. Frickish, freaking frack, frackish. I'm Brackish? telling you, I thought it it was nice for uh, <laughs> that number forty four jersey to pick up that big charge with about nine minutes left to go in the in the second half. So, do you think his butt left in a permanent impression on their floor since he was on his butt so often well listen at least he was getting in the way versus just <laughs> getting agree, out of the actually, way no. which was on Yunzo well he doing. figured out if I you mean, fall down in college basketball they call charge half the time so it is what it is well and and i you know you look at his plus minus and when and the two plus minuses that really stand out number one how so. bad on yeah. played to have a negative 21 plus minus and 12 minutes is really hard to do yes and then for big z the the opposite in 21 minutes he had a plus minus of 17 which is the highest on the team uh now it always has to do with who you're in there with but at the end of the day like he gave you more than any other big man that kentucky had that night um with you know you know bradshaw had two really big dunks and one of them came at a really important time so uh, but Z went out there and got uh, four rebounds, and I thought actually three blocks. And the, I liked seeing that Z was able to do some things, even though his shots weren't falling. Hmm. And so uh, he did end up on his butt a whole lot, but he also, you know, he had three blocks, and that he led him in, in that category. So three blocks and a steal and four rebounds is not bad. So. Texter Reed Shepard really reminds me of insert white NBA player's name. Yes, that's, that's what they're doing to him. Ex- that's what they're doing. Except do for you, white chocolate, right? No, no. Well, let's settle down there. Do you um <laughs> do you enjoy all of the U of L players fawning over Reed Shepard? I haven't seen that. Is this on social media? <laughs> that's next segment. Yeah, oh, Sky okay. Clark. Well, I, you would think he is Reed Shepard's agent, dude. <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily follow Scott Clark on social media. So. I, neither do I. But boy, did people have fun with that. So there you go. Uh-huh. Well. <laughs> I'm, I'm out on Scott Clark because he went from the beautiful flowing hair to to braids, and I'm not. I'm not in favor of that. If you got You're hair like that, show it off. No, just show it off. I just don't. I, 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 come on, man. Don't, you didn't go down to jealous. your sunny beach and get the get the braids done in your hair. <laughs> you imagine one braid. <laughs> You could have gotten some extensions. I don't know. You know, that would look good Maybe on Maybe the surgery's cheaper down there. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> He's Mike Gandolfo. He's on that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show. Mike, are you joining me at 7 o'clock tomorrow when we uh, re-welcome Brian Nato to the uh, the podcast? 
Yes, and I appreciate the seven o'clock start time because I have an appointment that, at nine. How so about that? Yeah, so no, uh, we're yeah. uh, hanging out with Brian tomorrow. Then uh, on this show, we will do uh, a Gotham uh, preview, and then John Lindo will do a San Felipe preview, and then Derby uh, preps are getting real. And then the Bataglia Friday night with Caitlin Free up there at Turfway Park as part of the Kentucky Racing Spotlight. We got four of them this weekend again, so I'm excited to get into all that. Uh, Texter Reed Shepard reminds me of the Beth Haven coach when he played in high school. Damn it. Was that is that Brad Morgan? Oh, it's so good. Texter uh, Shepard reminds me of Jimmer Fredette. Keep those coming. Four three seven nine six eighty. Mike, we appreciate you. Talk to you next week. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. See you, man. There you go, Mike Andelfo. Horse racing happy hour, and of course our Kentucky Fish and Wildlife uh, post game shows as well. Uh, Texter, big, biggest shot of the game was Dillingham falling out of bounds corner with three in its hand in the face. That's way up there. Uh, Texter agreed. Uh, I agree that Z uh, brought the fight and seemed to inspire the rest of the team, especially in the second half. They clearly like that guy. They clearly do. No, no, he's obviously a, a favorite of the guys on that team. Um, and so, no, his his effort level and uh, seemingly, brother, the hell is the Gotham? Oh, you're going to find out on Friday. You're going to hang out with me, text her. We're going to talk Gotham with a guy named DeSantis, and you're going to like it. More DeSantis talk next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, welcome back in. This is Rabo and Co. Final segment of the 10 o'clock hour here on a Hump Day Wednesday edition of the show. I will take you up until noon. Uh, Zach Cantrell after me. How about that? Uh, and then, of course, roundtable till 6 o'clock. We go local 7 to 6. Get you through your work week on ESPN Louisville. If you ever miss part of the show, go back to ESPNLouisville.com or on the app. Our podcast center will have you covered. If you ever miss, say the uh the gandolfo segment on a wednesday and you need to uh, grind your teeth and be very angry with uh, mike you can always go back and download that uh, as well <clears throat> uh texts are using historical trends that have no relevance to their current jobs as a criticism of cal and a compliment of stoops is insane to me y- you you are correct <laughs> you are correct uh christian braun was the nba draft going to the nuggets Brown. It was Christian Brown. That's how they pronounce it. Oh, it's it. Brown. Sorry. Okay. But it's spelled Braun. It made no sense. Uh, it's just, I, I care very little about that. I care very much about the mother. Happy hump day. You're welcome, people. Mrs. Brown. We all like Miss. What can Brown do for you? What can Brown do for you is right. I think we have a very good idea based on the, on the draft night photos. Uh, man, oh, man. What the hell is the Gotham? You watch your mouth, Texture. All right. So, uh, <laughs> quick segment here which means uh, we get to do kind of a fun 
uh, thing at the end here. Uh, let's do NFL tag talk right now. Okay. I think this is where I can bring Zach back into the show uh, after uh, taking off a segment there. By the way, if you ever have a question, I know you, you're probably a little tired of Gandalfo by the time we get to I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I find it entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Oh, man. Uh, Texter, hey, Louie, let's split the late pick five at Gulfstream. Venmo me 60 bucks. Let's do it. Oh, man. This guy's offering a handicap for me? I, I didn't know that was available to me. These are things. Man, oh, man. How about that? I uh, <laughs> uh, T. Higgins, obviously, we didn't talk about yesterday, but that news has been out for a little while. And then Legereus Sneed uh, with the Chiefs. Yeah. Obviously, the Lions paid Marcus Mabin's son, Jalen Reeves Mabin. I've seen that. And they keep talking about him as almost like he's only a, a pure you know, special teams player. But that guy played a lot of defense during the playoffs. Right. He's a good linebacker. I sure. mean, he's a good uh, all right. He's a serviceable outside linebacker. They're paying him like a serviceable outside linebacker. Like they did with Matthew Slater with the Patriots. Boom. I, I think Steve it's Steve Tasker with the Bills. Uh, Tasker's probably the best yes, comparison that I can Yeah, that's a really good one actually. Um, which of these do you think works out? Which guy do you think ends up moving? I think T. Higgins stays. I okay. think that was a big time move by the Bengals. They're clearly in win-now mode. There's no doubt about it. When yep. you've got Joe Burrow and you've got Jamar Chase, you keep that receiving core as Is alive as you can. Is there an update on Burrow's health? Like, they feel like he's 100% next year? Yeah, no, I mean, no news is good news as I far as Joe that. Burrow's health. Yeah. And everybody's talked about, okay, who's the closest competitor to the Chiefs in the AFC, and they've been, oh, Ravens, Bills. No, no, no. It's the team that's actually beaten them before in this spot, the Bengals. Okay. Legereus Sneed, do you think he gets uh, he gets traded? No. Okay. They keep him and try to go again? Yeah. Okay. Why wouldn't you? I agree. Go all in. You have a chance to do something nobody's ever done Who's before. Who's the better player? Sneed or Higgins? Yeah. Sneed. Yeah, I agree. It's probably not close, right? No, compared to their respective positions. Yeah. T. Higgins is a top 15 receiver. Some top okay. 10, 15, okay. borderline. Sneed's Jared, top five? Yeah, Sneed's top five at his Top position. three, maybe? Yes. Yeah, okay. Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl without him. Oh, I agree with that. $19 million. Well, frankly, just given their defense... And the the holes in that defense. Yeah, having a guy like Snead plugs. I'm interested to see what they do with Chris Jones. A hole plugging on a hump day. The um, what do you think ends up happening with Chris Jones? I think they end up agreeing to something. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the Chiefs I didn't realize Snead's only 27. That oh, means yeah. he's got five good years. Yeah, he's I mean, been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, but he's got five good years. Left Chiefs too. are a smart organization. They'll keep guys if they can. Yeah. In the AFC Championship game against Baltimore, Sneed lined up against Zay Flowers 21 times. He had one catch for 54 yards. Uh, he made the big play at the end of that game. The punch out. The punch out the ball. That's exactly right. Um, 57 regular season games, 10 interceptions, 40 passes defended. That's insanity. It's legitimate insanity. Uh, one interception, seven passes defended in 13 postseason games. Uh, so there you go. Do you find it interesting, and I, I'll probably talk about this a little bit later, do you find it interesting that the running backs aren't getting tagged? No one Saquon, no Josh one. Jacobs, none of them? Do you know Do you know who the model's going to be going forward? Is the Lions. Yeah. That like, model works now. Montgomery and uh, Gibbs. Yeah, it just works. Go get speed, guys. Yeah. And, and get two of them. Don't mm-hmm. pay them a lot. And rotate them. I mean, that's the future of the running back position, I or think. Or what if the Chiefs are doing with Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round pick, yep. and look at him in the playoffs. Yep, that's exactly right. Texture, I'm a Bengals fan. I can't stand Snead. Uh, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm a Bengals fan, so uh, I'm not big on anyone who's on the Chiefs. Oh, Snead's good, man. Yeah, Snead's he's really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't – do I have T. Higgins in the top 15 receivers? Borderline. He's 15 to 20, somewhere yeah, okay. in that vicinity. Yeah, yeah. He's good enough that the But Bengals I'm trying can... to come up with a long list of better receivers, and I'm not sure that I can. 
So, Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's for Justin sure. Jefferson. Yep. Tyreek Hill. Yep. Amon St. Brown. Amon St. Brown, of course. Yeah. Uh, Debo, Debo. If you want to call yep. him a receiver. Yep. Ayuk, maybe? Probably at this point. I would point. Pro- pro- probably have Who's Ayuk. the rookie with uh, with the Rams? Uh, Puka Nakua. Good would you cut. rather have Nakua or, or T. Higgins? Nakua. I agree. Even after a season, right? I think so. It's pretty wild. I think I'd rather have Puka. Could you imagine? Name alone. And frankly, if you put Puka on the Bengals. Yeah. Ooh. My God. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yep. Uh, Reed Shepard's the White Larry Bird. Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> Great reference. Caitlin, Par- Caitlin Clark, the other White Larry Bird. Um, oh, we've got a Caitlin Clark conversation to be had later. <laughs> Did we? Do we have the Nolan Richardson, Larry Bird sound available? Oh, we will. Let's just play that today because every time Reed Shepard has a good game, we should do the white basketball player sound. Um, Texters, the Bengals uh, need a solid tight end. You, you know what's interesting about that, and I don't disagree, is you can go get that guy out of college now. That wasn't the case for a while. You had to go get a more veteran guy to fill a spot like that for the Bengals. You don't have to do that anymore. Those guys are available in college. Now, I'm not saying like Brock Bowers is going to drop to them or something. No. But I think I think in in this case they can go get somebody late first round who can fill that slot for them. Can we, like no question. Can we say tight end is the most underdrafted position as far as the importance of the tight ends with Travis Kelsey and George Kittle and Gronk in the past and Shannon Sharp and all these great players. Yep. And yet we never, outside of Kyle Pitts being picked fourth by the Falcons, we never value tight ends the way we value wide receivers or even running backs to a degree. Yeah, I don't get it. Tight ends are so valuable nowadays. I mean, the Lions took Laporta after they took Jameer Gibbs. Uh huh. <laughs> and without Laporta, they don't do. Jack and people much slammed them for the Laporta pick because they all thought Michael Mayer was a better tight end. Right. Michael yeah. Mayer's good. Laporta right. had a great Laporta's year. Laporta's different. Yeah. He's really good. Um, oh, their starter with the South Arkansas. <laughs> there's a South Arkansas. <laughs> there's. A, I know there's a Central Arkansas. Yeah. Only because it's Scotty Pippen. South Arkansas. Good God. What are we doing? <laughs> Reed Shepard reminds me of Sean Bradley. Zadrunas <laughs> 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 oh, Ogalski. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there was a random. I was scrolling on Twitter and there was random Zadrunas Ogalski. I mean, Bill Lambier really. and Reed Shepard, essentially the same player. Same guy. Same dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater's a running quarterback. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. All right. How good are the Bengals going to be? If Bur- if you're Burrow- a fan, if he's healthy, you got to be excited, right? Burrow stays healthy. That's the Chiefs' biggest threat. I agree with you. They just played him in back-to-back AFC Championship games, beat him once. They beat them regularly in the regular season. That's the team that the Chiefs have the toughest matchup against. <laughs> and the Bengals are going to get to play a last-place schedule this year because they finished in last in the division. They're going to they're gonna rack up some wins against some bad teams next year. Texter, I was listening to the game on the radio last night, and all I could think was about that uh, Nolan Richardson clip. That brother Reed could play. <laughs> you want it? Do you have it? Oh, yeah. let's go. Let's close the hour with that. Uh, when the sound stops, I'm just going to have Zach take us to break, and we'll see you for the 11 o'clock hour. Driving, and I'm listening to a game. Is New Mexico State playing Indiana State? I don't really care about the game, but I, New Mexico State is right up the streets from El Paso, and I went to UTEP. And we're big rivalries, so I'm hoping that Indiana State will beat New Mexico State. And I'm listening to the radio, and I have no clue of the players on either team. All of a sudden, this name keeps coming, Bert. 
he goes to the right bird. He makes the right bird. I said, God, this and, and bird. Oh, did you see the pass that bird made? I can't see it, but I'm just trying to imagine it. And I, I, when the time I got to the end, I said, damn, that brother can play. When I got the newspaper the next morning and saw Larry's picture, I said, damn.